0: Hey guys welcome to say that we have a few things um we have a lovely guest here today her name is desiree who also goes by queen of avocados um so a little introduction and background on how i met desiree and what she does for work so i was 19 and i went to a little rave type EDM show and adventure club. I think it was. Yes, it was. And it was in Portland, Maine. Some crazy, and some crazy
1: white people shit.
0: Yeah. <laughs> yes. essentially. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's okay.
1: Not some crazy white no, people she's shit.
0: Not. Yeah. So, um, so it was a really fun night. Obviously, like a lot of people are drinking and partying and having a good time. And next thing I know, I'm making out with this girl. It was a lot of fun, and my friends were like, "That girl was all over you, yada yada yada." And then, um, and then she tells me out of like nowhere, she was like, "Hey, you should look me up on Pornhub," and I was like, "I was like, this girl's got to be shitting me." So um,
1: you did your research. <laughs>
0: I wasn't sure she was legitimate. I had no idea who she was. I was like, I was like, I'm only 19. She's kind of scaring me a little bit. She's older than me too, and I'm like, she's offering to hang out, and I'm like, I don't know if I want to do that. I'm scared of everybody, so um, I was like super nervous. But I also looked her up, and I looked, I saw that she was really successful in sex work, and I was like, oh, that's pretty awesome. Um, so a couple years down the line, um, I get this project that I'm supposed to do for my portfolio as a senior in college, and. I didn't want to play it safe. This is my chance to be able to talk about the stuff that nobody wants to and give a voice to the people that deserve it. Say that. So yeah, absolutely <laughs> say, say that. that. And now we have a podcast to be even more thorough with it. I um, just noticed
1: you have an avocado on your necklace.
2: This shit's a brand, man. <laughs> I have avocado everything. She literally does.
1: Yes. So now let me ask you a question. Do you think you ha- like paying extra for avocado is justified? Like when you go to Chipotle and shit like that? Um,
2: yeah. Okay. <clears throat> There's only so many avocados in the world, man. Mm-hmm. That shit is like, that's a primo. Yeah, mm-hmm. you gotta pay extra for the guacamole. You gotta pay extra for the avocado. Avocado toast. Yeah, I bring that into I bring that into my sex work too.
0: Yeah, you absolutely. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> I'm so cheap. I'm just kidding.
1: <laughs> I'm <a cheap laughs> if you want the avocado special. <laughs> oh my <laughs> <was> gosh. <laughs> uh, so that's I'm is... not even gonna talk about what that entails, bro. <laughs> <laughs>
0: So this is what we will be talking about today. Um, We will be talking about sex work in the industry. And we've seen sex work really start to blow up a little bit within the last year when COVID started, especially with OnlyFans, which is something a lot of people are pretty familiar with and started to get normalized in social media. Um, So Desiree, where did this start for you?
2: Um, So it actually started back in 2017 um, with my ex-husband. And we were... At the time, going to the gym, we were wicked fit. We were feeling good. We were feeling proud of ourselves, proud of our bodies. We were also, you know, really close together. We were feeling sensual. So um, it started with us just taking photos of our sexual, like, activity. Um, And throughout high school, I was big on Tumblr. Um, And that's where I would post that kind of dark side of my interests is Tumblr. So whenever we started taking photos, I would, you know, here and there start uploading them uh, to my Tumblr. And at that point, I didn't have tattoos. I wasn't as recognizable. It was a little easier to kind of be anonymous. Um, And then from there, I met a lot of People that were doing the same thing, and I got a lot of questions like, are you selling it? Like, are you, or how, how, like, can I buy something? Like, the content. Yeah, like, are you selling the, yeah, the, the content, the photos that we were posting? Like, you know, are you selling that? And it's like, no, we're just, we're just posting it for funsies. And, um, this one woman, her name is Eve, and she's from she's from the UK and she's the first person that was like, Well, you're missing out, so we're gonna we're gonna work you into, you know, creating a premium Snapchat. And that's where it started. I don't know if you guys are familiar with the term premium Snapchat, but it's basically uh...
1: For those out there, I don't even have a Snapchat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> All right, grandpa, let's catch you up real quick. So those of you who I know are... what
1: Snapchat is.
0: Okay. I
1: know what Snapchat is. <laughs>
0: Okay, At first, so- the
1: whole concept of it sounded like a a, a a app for cheaters. That's what it sounded like to me at first yeah something be, and then be, just disappear that may be my opinion yeah but uh please enlighten me on that uh, premium <laughs> snapchat thing
0: so premium snapchat is basically you have to pay for a subscription to you see certain photos or things that you post and videos it's
1: like stories and, yeah know. absolutely
0: yeah. stories and things like that so it's like you have to pay for the access to what they're posting it's not a free gateway like a lot of snapchat users have um and the premium just gave them a space to kind of in- intake money and it's a platform to to have business and so it's like a business. follow
1: request on instagram but the follow request comes in a form of a payment
2: yeah, kind of. So basically people, you know, have a one-on-one conversation in my direct messages saying like, "Hey, you got a premium Snapchat." And I'm like, "Yeah." So, you know, I there are, you know, two ways of running it. You can either do like a lifetime access, like a one-time fee, you know, pay me and I'll give you my username and you can add me. You can be my friend on Snapchat cuz I, you know, you, you have to look me up. I you can't just like see me as like a recommendation kind of like you can do like on the quick add. Page or whatever, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. Like I like my username is very random. Like it's not easy to find. Um, So they give me payment, I add them to my Snapchat, and they can see my story, because my story is where I post all, all the goodies. Um, mm-hmm. Or you could do like a, you know, some uh, workers do like a monthly subscription where every month they pay a fee and, you know, at the end of the month, they check in with these users and say, do you want to renew? You need to pay. Otherwise, I'm going to delete you off of the Snapchat. I'm going to block you. You can no longer see my story. That's too much work for me. So <laughs> it's a lifetime access, you know, pay me one time. You're in for, for good. And I've had it running for four years now. So that's kind of where it started with kind of getting money to post nudes and you know videos of me doing whatever.
1: Okay, okay. I think that um, it, it's it's super interesting to me to to hear that. Um, and I'm honestly I applaud you know any type of hustle, any type of entrepreneurship. <laughs> Um, you know but maybe for somebody like myself as well or listeners out there um, I feel like the term sex worker is is very vague you know like for, for the interpretation it can go in many different directions yeah. um, do you mind clarifying?
2: Uh, yeah I mean my my sex worker is like an online content creator and I'm a fetish uh, recreator if you will um, so when someone has a certain fetish that they can't really go onto Pornhub and say like I want to see you know X Y and Z they can't really find that specific type of video, so they mm. kind of come to me. They tailor made exactly, exactly. Customs are my favorite part of this job. Like I, I love being able to do a custom for someone, recreate their specific fantasy, do what I can to kind of reenact it and give it to them.
0: I love that. And, and- speaking <laughs> of fantasy, how that's, that's fire. How <laughs> how do you think? What is your way of protecting yourself when someone? Who is a client of yours ha- cannot separate the fantasy from reality?
2: Um, I've had to, you know, kind of let people know that I am a fantasy. Like, I've literally had to have conversations with people that uh, they get a little too attached. And they start kind of, they, like, I have clients that drop elbows. Like, I love you. And it's like, you lost me. You lust over me. You don't love me. Mm -hmm. Um, So there have been conversations that I've had to have with some clients. Yeah, like what I give to you is this is my job, and I'm you know I'm performing for you. I am not Desiree when I'm you know giving you things. These people don't even know my name. Some people do, Uh, but I'm the queen of avocados. I'm a fantasy. I'm a role, and I am here to. You know, give you something. I'm here to serve you and provide you a service, but that's that's it. We're not there. There's not anything further than that. Um, but you know, I will say that, and also say that I do have some clients that I've become pretty really close to. Clients that are return customers mostly because the more money you give me, the the more I'm going to give you attention, the more we're going to talk, and the you more gotta, we're going to learn. You got to treat different people <clears throat> differently. Absolutely, absolutely. Unfortunately, but that's how it is. Yep. Yep. You know no you definitely have to um so you know for those people um the ones that kind of pay me more and continue to pay for my services we get a little closer but for those that you know just buy a video here and there you know we're on a professional professional level you know where where you do the interaction you know you tell me what you want you pay me i give it to you we're done that's it and then if you want more you can come back and we can you know Repeat.
1: So just a uh shout out to Repeat, he's not here right now, but he's a user one of our co hosts. Love it. Um but just to clarify for myself as well. Um so there's a one time payment to have access to what you post like publicly and by publicly I mean to those that are part of that community. But there's an add on when you want something tailor made for you. Right? Yeah, right.
2: Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So I uh, like and the one time <laughs> payment is for a Snapchat. I do OnlyFans as well or and Fansly, which is like the new, a newer website where it's oh, a New no OnlyFans. Yeah. Yeah. Basically. And
0: I think we should talk about the platforms, uh, the social media platforms specifically and what that experience is like for you. <laughs> I know it's a, I know it's a struggle for a lot of sex workers.
2: It's very um, much
0: Recently, your account just got deleted. Two of your biggest accounts just got deleted yeah. again this for the 18th time. 18th
2: time. I am on account 19 and 20 right now. Uh, uh, yes, my why does that happen? Because sex workers are heavily censored. Um, because back in I believe 2018, there was a bill passed, the SESTA FOSTA, and it was to uh, the whole you know big thing is about per, uh, stopping human trafficking, but they use that to kind of cover an entire group of Anything sexual, whether it's consensual or not, because they want to stop the human trafficking, but they don't realize that the amount of sex workers in this business are doing it consensually. They're not doing it because they're being trafficked by someone else. They're part of it because they either need the money or they want the money. They want to do this full time. They They need to do this full time. But they're it's not it's not sex trafficking, but you know we aren't the, the ones that are consensual are not being exactly very generalized. and um so like anything you know on Instagram, any you know some people you show show a little bit extra cleavage, boom deleted and you you have that, but you also have like the more audience you have, the more trolls you're going to encounter. Mm-hmm.
1: So it comes with the territory.
2: Absolutely. So not only are we being you know, censored on what we can post because, you know, our bodies are apparently supposed to be censored and we can't show off our bodies, you know, the way that we want to. Um, we're also faced with a lot of hate and a lot of rude people that literally just wake up to hurt people <laughs> like they wake up and they're like, today, I am going to try to get someone deleted. Like, I'm going to hurt somebody.
1: Um, I'm sure that their life is awesome. I, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Very full of, you know, great things. Yeah, but, um, yeah, it's, it's really, uh, you're faced with a lot of mean people and, you know, getting... A lot of mean people to mass report you mm-hmm. um, I have a website my website is queen of avocados.com and it I once hosted it on linktree which you've may have heard before. yes yes so I had a linktree and it was you know linktree you know, at whatever and I was you know I had that link in my bio everywhere and that would be the link that I would recommend to people if they wanted to see my stuff and I got mass reported so many times that I cannot send my link tree URL on Instagram or Facebook.
0: And it instantly it, gets taken down when you post it. it
2: yeah, it, it doesn't yeah. even—it does not even let me send it in Messenger, like Facebook Messenger, because it says uh, this link is not allowed for bullying. Like they—they, they, so many people had reported a message yeah, or is, my link. Yeah, that I cannot send my URL my Linktree URL on anything owned by Facebook or Instagram. Okay, I got, a
1: <laughs> I got a question about this, right? So it has happened 18 times.
2: My Instagram has been taken down 18 times, yeah. I'm on 19 and 20 right now. <laughs> uh,
1: obviously, there has to be some sort of pattern. Can you see it coming? Is there something that you can do to, like, somewhat prevent it? Well, I, I... Or is it troll-based? It's not Instagram necessarily doing it as the community of trolls telling Instagram this is not good is, yeah. is that what's happening
2: honestly I wish I knew um, I know that you know you get warnings you know you're not if you post a, a risque photo that Instagram just does not like oftentimes it'll just get deleted the post itself gets deleted and it'll tell you it'll pop up before you can do anything else on the app it pops up and says you know this photo was deleted for this reason so do you agree do you disagree do you want to appeal this? Um, sometimes you can appeal it. And sometimes, you know, the some sort of moderator will be like, "Oh, yeah, that was, you know, that's, that's acceptable, And they'll, you know give it back to you. Um And after these uh, reports kind of line up and pile up, the more they
1: got a they got a case against you exactly. yeah. And exactly. it
0: becomes like more unpredictable. the more, um i think that starts to happen is it starts to become more like predictable or unpredictable um there was one time she was on live and i joined her it was a live on TikTok that she did and she was painting her toenails she was painting her toenails and instantly her entire account got taken down she was torn off live and she had to go in and try to appeal her account and she was painting her toenails and she was completely Completely covered, just like in her bathrobe. Like it was Sunday morning.
1: Now, so it was very
0: interesting. Yeah.
1: Now, so this is what I'll, I, I I can say, right? I think at least. So <laughs> if you have if you have, and I'm not trying to compare it with this at all, but I'm just using it as an an example in a different you know world. If you have a criminal record, you know, police are gonna keep an eye on you, even if you're just chilling. Even if you're not doing nothing, they just got yep. an eye out mm-hmm. for you. If mm-hmm. anything bad happens, you're going to be one of the first people they circle around to come see. Right. You know, or, or, you know, not even that context. You was the bad kid in class. Let's do that. Let's yeah. use that example. <laughs> you're the bad kid in class. You went to some... the
0: principal's office once.
1: <laughs> yeah, or maybe more than once, for example. Now when anything <laughs> happens, they're going to automatically say, hey, Mike, what happened? Even though I may have been absent that day. Um, do you think that's maybe... Like something that's going on or
2: Yeah, so because uh, my brand is pretty specific, it's probably really easy for the moderators of Instagram or Facebook or TikTok to be like, wait a second. Like they're probably looking out for keywords and they're filtering out the keywords and I everything I have is avocado. Like that is my thing, that's my brand. Yep. Um so yeah, I, I definitely think that it could be easily like triggered to them. Like the moment that I create a new account that's some sort of name aligned with my brand. You know, it started out with Queen of Avocados and then uh, it was, you know, Queen of Avocados with a O or a zero on the O for of and, you know, adding periods between the or like yeah the Avocado Queen with periods, like, you know, doing doing whatever I can to kind of make it it, that way. But like, because I need to do that for my fans to find me. But. Again, because I'm adding these keywords, yeah, it's really easy for you know the moderators to be like, oh, that avocado person. You know, that, yeah. the same thing with IPs. I mean, you know, using a VPN is going to save your you know save your butt a little bit too, because they can track your IP. You know, you can be IP blocked on some applications because they're like, you know, we can tell that it's the same person, it's the same IP address on the same device, making just different accounts. Like it's the same person, just with a different mask on. And
1: you're uh, fine. <laughs> You're fine, and uh, we, won't, we won't block you, all for that, I promise. Thank you. Um, Thank you. I'll try not to do it again. N- n- <laughs> <laughs> You're fine. You're fine. Mike. Um, but name, name <laughs> some of the platforms that, you know, have taken down the accounts for you.
2: Uh, I've been removed off of Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, Snapchat. Those are like the four main platforms that I use. All four of them, I've had accounts taken down on.
1: And those, and those, like from my understanding, are like the. the, the most popular. They're those are the, pillars. Pillars. So that's the, where the most popular. Are. And yeah.
2: Twitter, Twitter is the only one that's held me.
0: Yeah, and Love you, let's Twitter. talk about
2: Wait, that. Twitter <laughs> doesn't <laughs>
1: take down anything. Twitter
0: <laughs> doesn't give a shit. It doesn't give a shit. So Twitter, <laughs> like, it gives but a it shit to does. an extent. It kind of does. But it's it's interesting to see that Twitter is still the only platform that is allowing even. Like the more vulnerable and the more explicit content that she posts, and that you that a lot of other sex workers post to Mm -hmm. promote their business, and like this is what I can do for you, this is what I can create for you, like she mentioned, and that's the only platform that has held that up. But then again, I don't have an experience with having an account like that for a various amount of time, so I don't, I don't know. I can't say from from my perspective of there has been issues, but. Um, ha- it's definitely what not is as, ha- as bad. Um, yeah. So
2: a lot of the issues um, that I've seen, like, my friends getting deleted are their profile, uh, like, the public part of it, like, their cover photo, their avatar, their description yep. on their bio uh, has really, like, inappropriate things. Like, you can't you can't yeah. be nude on your Twitter, you know, cover photo. You can't have, like, spread vagina. You know what I mean? You can have a cute little booty shot, but, like, have underwear on. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? you can't have full tits out on that cover stuff. But, like, yeah, the things you post... Aren't too bad, but I think that they are also, you know, putting in little things here and there to kind of trap sex workers and to kind of exploit them. Uh, for example, there is a new uh, tip, like a new tipping uh, part on Twitter, like that uh, creators can allow users to tip them. Mm-hmm. Um, but That's it, weird. But it's like a I mean, trap for sex yeah. workers because, like, if they're giving you, you know, money for whatever, they're gonna find that your account is a sex worker based account and delete you. Like, I've had people delete it after just getting tips on Twitter, like, for being...
1: It is a trap. It is a trap, Like, like they they put these
2: things out there so that it's, like, they can find them a little easier. But then again, yeah, like, you can post a lot. You can post just about whatever you want as long as it's, like, consensual and, you know, it's not, like... It's extreme not like extreme, content, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. yeah, as long as it's like you know. And for a
0: while there, <laughs> and for a while there, for OnlyFans, this was I think probably about those same standards, maybe not. Um, but so in October, so the first month of October, first day of October. um... OnlyFans announced that they were going to be banning sexually explicit content and the world kind of blew up mm-hmm. because in when COVID first started that's when OnlyFans blew up because more people were turning to this to pay their bills to pay whatever work they needed home, work do from home remotely. exactly and um and it, there's even been trends that are being put out there like on uh platforms like TikTok where they're starting to be like oh I got an OnlyFans and I made $1000 in however mm-hmm. many span of span of time and it's like no that's bullshit like unless you have the platforms and the following and this is like what you've been doing for a long time you might reach that amount but only maybe like by the end of the month um it's like the those expectations are not realistic for the reality of it absolutely and it's really not and that what makes that makes the sex workers who have been doing this for a long time um it makes them look a certain way and it's like not everyone can make just like this amount of money because you're selling porn. Um, it's not that simple. It's not that easy. Um, so w- let's talk a little bit about that um, with OnlyFans and the expectations and yeah. what the actual rules are because nobody did their research.
2: So to start off with like the whole thing in October. Um, so basically there was a discrimination against the the credit card companies refusing to be able to work like. Legal- as a banking system for a company that was going to allow this type of content. They were able to apparently work themselves around it. But, you know, within that, there was like a 72-hour period where OnlyFans had sent out uh, a new acceptable terms policy where, you know, they... Drew out what was no longer going to be accepted and things like this were, you know, showing, showing anything of your spread butt or your, your asshole. Like you couldn't show off your asshole. No anal uh, penetration, no uh, like actual uh, vaginal penetration. Um so these were many. very specific rules. They roles. were very specific and like that's like no anal, no booty shots, no yeah. <laughs> no, no sex. Like
0: yeah, literally it, it was, was, it was no clear. sexual it was intercourse. It was literally like no sexual intercourse between two partners or yeah, two people. It was
2: it was very
1: clear like that that. yeah. That, that ain't for the culture.
2: <laughs> That's what ninety percent of my content is.
0: What am I gonna it's like, do? Now? It's, like, it's like okay, well, what is sex? Yeah. We we are the Virgin Mary. That is sex. Yeah, Got here's it. Photos
2: of my shoulder for you and my armpit,
0: which I have and, done and or the collarbones. Yeah, and, and the collarbones. Are,
1: um, are you into ears?
2: Uh, yeah I literally had a customer though who came at me multiple times a day for about like three weeks straight that wanted photos of the back of my knee didn't want anything else they had to be like singular I had to like pop out my veins as much as I could like literally photos of my knee and what I would do at like my photo I would charge you know ten dollars for five photos and okay. they, I would give him, you know, the five photos and then he'd be like, wait a second, can you give me one more single of the left one? Like the left one, like I didn't, I don't have a good photo of it. So I have to go I'm in like, like the left one. Well, yeah. it actually looks like my right because, you know, things are reversed. and I'm like, oh,
0: So hey, <laughs> let's talk about some of the requests you receive from people. What is that your experiences with the clients that you have? Let's talk. Let's talk a little bit about this. Uh, yeah, I've uh, I've done some
2: weird weird things. Um one of my most uh profitable uh transactions was I sold a jar of spit for $700.
1: <laughs> now, when they asked you for this jar of Saliva. mind you I know this
2: person this isn't a random stranger off the internet this is someone that I've known since I was a freshman in high school <laughs> Is it that one? An ex uh, it Is was it an ex boyfriend's friend of mine. Yeah. Oh, it's <laughs> <laughs> ex boyfriend's friend. I will not say names. I will never say Yeah, no, say of names. course not. But um, um, but yeah, so you know, many, did many he years. Later. Like,
1: did he ask you in fluid ounces or No, he was just
2: like <laughs> if, no, so <laughs> this wasn't our first transaction though. Uh, like i we'd had done like used panties and stuff like that where, you know, I I would, you know, wear an outfit make a video masturbating whatever and um, so this individual happened to be married um, and she would check his bank statement so we only could pay in cash Um, so either I was paid through an Amazon gift card or uh, he would come to my living quarters um, after he got out of work and I would put the product in my car And he would would take the product and put the money in my glove box. (laughs) And that that would be our our transaction. transaction. (laughs) So, you know, fast forward to a couple months later, (laughs) and and he was like, like, you know, can I get a jar of spit? And I'm like, well, like, the only jars I have are like weed jars. (laughs) So, like, I've got nothing I can put my spit in. He's like, okay, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to come and I'm going to leave a jar for you to fill in your truck. And if you could just, just you know, know do, do what you can, can fill it, it mm-hmm. and you yeah, know give it back, back to me. It.
0: But this is a hustle, just like any other business. Absolutely, it, like, I can not knock it. it <laughs> I cannot knock it. I'm
1: actually. Isn't uh, it interesting? Impressed. He's over here no, thinking was... like, how much spit do I need to save up? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'm over here thinking like, how can I benefit
0: from this? <laughs> <laughs> and here's the
1: thing I might too. I have to hit the gym or something. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, so back to the spit.
2: So so the thing about spit is that it's a it's a natural it's a organic material, so bacteria will come into play and mold does happen. And um, I, yeah, so, um, so Sorry. I received the jar. That was on camera, too. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so this is so fun, dude. So here's the letter, so
2: he gives me the jar, but he doesn't give me the money for the jar. Okay. He, he gives me the jar and I am like, okay, so I'm gonna fill it and then you're gonna, we're gonna make the exchange. No, you're fine. Um, So, unfortunately, he was going through some things. So I told him, I was like, I need you to come back within, like, the next, like, three days to pick this up. Like, I'm going to make as much as I can in three days. And I need you to pick it up because it's going to start molding if you don't. (laughs) Which I had to do two takes because this guy had to, like, rain check. And I have this jar of spit here just, like, starting to, like, (laughs) just starting to mutate in this jar (laughs) (laughs) It's like, <laughs> It's starting to have a pulse.
1: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's
2: growing ears. It's gross. Uh,
1: <laughs> it has a jawline.
2: <laughs> so I'm like, I'm cleaning out the jar, and I'm like, okay, let, l- listen to me. Tell me when you can actually be here, and I will, you know, create this, this jar for you. And um, so I did. And now mind you, I did do this twice for this individual. Um, the first time... <laughs> The first time to gain the spit, I did a video where I I was uh, blowing a dildo. Because, you know, when you give oral, uh, it starts. uh, So I was just blowing a dildo. And every time I got enough slobber, I would, like, spit it into this jar on camera. Like, while looking at the camera, just (laughs) (laughs) and continuing to go for, like, 12 minutes until I had, I probably, the jar was probably, like, a third a third of the way there, and I was like, all right, we're good to go. Yeah,
1: we yeah, need more than this.
2: <laughs> you know, because, you know, he's using it to jack off. Like, he told me, he was like, I'm going to use it to jack off to you. And I'm like,
0: And how does it make okay. you feel when they, like, tell you that? Like, I... how do you handle <laughs> handle some of these men's reactions, or women even?
2: Honestly, like, I'm very smitten on it. I think it's, like, a, it's a whole flattery thing for me, like, to know that I am helping this person reach climax, you know, whether I'm physically there or just... You know, they're mentally thinking about me or they're, you know, using, you know, they're touching something of mine that I've sold to them, like socks or underwear. I've sold leggings. I've sold, sold shirts. sold socks? Oh, God, yeah. There was one individual, um, and he had ordered for me three times, and he lived in Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so this was before OnlyFans. <laughs> so he was from Saudi Arabia, and he was never like, I want one pair. He was like, I want like three pairs of underwear. I want three pairs of leggings. I want a body, one suit. I want a pair of socks and I want one toy. And like, it costs a lot of money to ship that to Saudi Arabia, like not gonna lie. Uh, plus like the videos of me wearing all of these things. So I think each round was around $300. Each, each package was about $300 to this individual. And that is
1: cost for you to ship?
2: Well, the, it was fifty dollars to ship, so it was okay. a two hundred and fifty dollar profit. Oh, that's not bad. And I was getting rid of clothes that I don't wear anymore, so because he was like, you know, I want three pairs of leggings, and I'm like, okay, well, I'm gonna go through my drawer and find leggings that have holes in them, <laughs> have paint stains. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> the more
1: used, the better, right? So, so I'm, I'm sure that sometimes you get the internal question where you want to ask why a lot, maybe. Yeah, or, or maybe, maybe you're it, just desensi- where, it, where it comes from.
0: There is. I think there's a good story for the psychological aspect of these types of things and kinks and things like that so uh the first interview that i did with desiree is she brought up gummy bears or something like that and i was i know and i was like Gummy, what? Gummy bears are good? <laughs> yeah, until you... Diet, diet gummy
2: bears, bears give you stomach bears. problems. <laughs> really? <laughs> like yeah. Sugar, I'm sorry, not diet. sugar uh, Sugar-free gummy, sugar-free gummy bears, bears, bears apparently have some, some sort of ingredient in them that is just, like, going to cause... It's like a natural digestion. Yeah. yeah. And I have uh, a client who, uh, he... Would want me to do weird things by like stepping on things with my big boots that uh, Mags was mentioning earlier. So I have these pair of leather boots that they literally go—they go up past my yeah, I'm five seven them. and they go all the way up to my hip level. And I'm
0: four <laughs> eleven, so you can imagine where those boots are on me. They are past my hip, maybe up
1: to my wrist. That's a sleeping bag for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> basically, I will be a caterpillar for <laughs> day. They are—they are
2: they're massive. And this individual, starting last Christmas, when I wore them uh, one time. Was like, can I, can I like, can you record a video of you just like walking back and forth? I was like, yeah. And then it started, you know, went to like, can you just like make a video in those boots, but like stepping on some Ritz crackers? I'm like, sure. Next was peanut butter. And mind you, these are stilettos. These are like six inch stilettos. Plus, they're all the way like up my leg. Like they're very massive boots. I become very tall. <laughs> um, So I stepped in, you know, peanut butter, trying not to fall on my ass. Like, this is very dangerous. I'm home alone. (laughs) I'm walking in stilettos, you know, trying to step in peanut butter. So then I I give him that video, and he's like, can you do one more for me? But at the end of the video, can you pretend, like, you're stuck in the peanut butter? I'm like, okay. And he was like, so you're stuck, and you have an upset stomach. Mm. And, like, you're scared that you're not going to make it to the bathroom. So can you just, like, reenact that for me? sure Interesting. <laughs> okay so i you know i i did you know this this reenactment you know i was like <laughs> standing in a peanut butter and Like, oh no i'm stuck oh no my belly hurts i, I think it's the chinese i eat earlier i don't know if i'm gonna make it to the bathroom <laughs> and so and that would that would end it and um he only saw that video and that it, you know went to sugar-free gummy bears he was like you know can you get some sugar-free gummy bears so that you can eat them and then record a video of you in the bathroom going, going, you know, going to the bathroom? Yeah. And I was like, well, I will never show a video of me, you know, pooping. Like, scat is a hard no. I will not do it. That's bathroom shit. I'm not going to touch it. Like, no. Uh, And he was like, no, 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 you don't have to. So what I want is, like, you to put the camera, you know, on the ground, on the floor, so that it just shows your ankles.
0: you're you're gonna give mike a heart attack he's gonna laugh so much
2: you've seen have you seen white chicks
1: you know when they go into the bathroom with like the
2: lactose intolerance and they're just like like, he wanted me to reenact that (laughs)
1: yeah
2: no i did not do that um did i do other videos where i was stuck in substance absolutely he paid well
1: (laughs) fuck it
0: Yes. Does anyone else see those videos? No. <laughs> no, absolutely. And that's the thing about it. Um, it's like you're able to make customs for people that is their eyes only. And I mean, you're your own boss. Mm-hmm. So they're looking to you for a service that you're able to provide and you have menus and things like that, just like any other business owner would have. Right. Yeah. Yep. And you're like, these are the price services charts, I provide. And stuff. Right. And I've seen Desiree also get a lot of shit from people that are different clients who are like oh, like this isn't worth my time, this isn't worth my money or whatever else, and you just tell them straight up, okay, well, then go find another service that does what you are looking for. Mm -hmm. So
1: question, um, so by the sounds of it right now, it sounds like that the services that you provide either come in a form of a jar or (laughs) and um, or... (laughs) Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> or, or they come... We are very
0: 420 friendly this room, by the way.
1: <laughs> they come in a form of a jar or mm. they come in the form of a virtual content.
2: Yeah, it's like a virtual package. Does it end there? I don't do any in-person. No, I don't do any in-person services whatsoever. Um, the only thing I do in person is collaborating with other models in the business. And
0: how is that for you? How in what has that been? Like? Incredible. <laughs> yeah, let's talk a little bit about that. What it is like to collaborate, and what it is like to come. Like this is a very competitive industry, and how do you handle? You know the 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 collaboration of it rather than the competitive aspect of it, you know?
2: Yeah, so my whole thing about sex work is that we're a community, and we are a bunch of people that are facing a lot of uh, scrutiny from the outsiders, you know, the normies, if you will. (laughs) And we have to stick together. And I am very much a communal type of person where I want to see people succeed and I will do whatever I can to help a person succeed. But there, you know, there's, there's always the people out there that are like, this is a competition, and I you know have my brand and I don't want anyone else to steal my clients and I don't want them to you know steal the money that I will potentially make but when you think of sex work and you think of kink and you think of you know what people are interested in it's not the same you know people are interested in so many different things and shapes and sizes and you know what they perform and I think that As a community, we have so many diverse people, which is beautiful because there's someone for everyone. You know, every worker has the potential of having clients that are into what they have to provide, and if we work together, we can use that to our power versus trying to monopolize, uh, uh, you know, monopolize yourself and not help others. You know, I I
1: I, I, I think one thought comes to mind in terms of the first, the competition, and secondly. the way that it's marketed, right? So, first and foremost, I think that sometimes when uh, um, uh, some, an offering is very unique, as, as this, or um, very specific on what it is that you do, adding a name like sex work is very vague and can confuse a lot of people. And I think, I don't know, maybe the how unspecific, like the the the. the the naming of it is can create some of the,
0: you know, the
1: the people, the opposing. And there's a lot of
0: stigma surrounding sex work as a whole. Um, And of course you have a lot of people, when you hear sex work, you think, oh, prostitution in the streets. Um, And they're starting to become more legalized in certain areas. Um, in this country, at least. Um, I don't know about around the rest of the world. I mean, you're in the industry, so you probably know more about that. I wish I knew more
2: uh, like about like outside of the country. But, yeah, there are some places that do have legalized uh, prostitution. prostitution or, like, in-person sex work. Um, and to to be someone that does in-person services takes a very strong, uh, hard-working individual, um, especially for the fact that the amount of... <clears throat> procedures that are put on to this person that they're expected to do to maintain their ability to be an in-person and service worker. And to be workers. safe. They, yeah, like you have, have to be, be licensed. You have to have that license renewed every year. Uh, you have to be uh, STD tested, you know, very, very regularly, like which is something we already do.
1: So but the, the, the legal aspect of it is, you know, very taxing as well. But I think <laughs> that we're overlooking the, the physical you and know, mental man. capacity and it takes that, to be that, yeah. yeah yeah i Take think
0: time.
2: a lot of people are like oh sex work oh you're a porn star oh all you do is record yourself when you have sex and it's like no no i think like recording myself orgasming is maybe like 25 percent of my job like i am also the hr department i am the tax You know, I'm the accountant of my job. I am the marketer of my marketing director, if you will, of my job. I'm the one who markets myself. I'm the one who markets my products. I'm the one who manages all of my social medias. I also do all of the editing of the content that I do create. So, you know, any any videos that have multiple angles on multiple devices, I have to to put those together. I have to to stitch them. You 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 have have to think. I do all of the lighting. I do all of the directing of a scene from you know the beginning to the end of the scene. You know, there's so much work that goes into creating a that people are just, and like, these oh, are
0: skills that people you like you and I go to school <laughs> for and we're spending thousands and thousands of dollars going to school for and she's able, able to put this put together, together by just the fact that she needs these skills and needs to figure it out and, and needs to learn them, them. Mm-hmm. Um, and mean, the,
1: the biggest uh, catalyst of uh, creativity is necessity absolutely so yeah, yeah and
0: that's that's, that's all this is. All is this is also just another creative outlet I mean you're using all the tools and skills that you need to make it successful. And this has been an industry that's been successful since before for centuries. It's the first century. It's the oldest profession. Absolutely. is the most natural human thing that there is.
1: But I feel like <clears throat> there's a differentiator as well. You know what I mean? Because like, I think that the term, the terminology, a lot of people might think that you are the in-person type. Yeah. Just because of the title. Oh yeah. So I feel like maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong I'm wrong. But I think that there needs to be like a key differentiator. And I don't know if it's already applied. I'm not part of I'm not a consumer.
2: Right. So So you think this is from the outside. Well think Think of the the term doctor. doctor, How many different different types of doctors doctors are there? You know I mean, what I mean? There are you know doctors that yeah, are yeah, professional, or like there's cardiologists, and then there's yeah. you know surgeons yeah. and or the gynecologists. Yeah, or, or gynecologists. But they're a doctor, and, and I'm a, you, you know, know a sex worker. But then, but then you have you know, know content creators, or you, you, know, have, know, creators, or, you, you know you have, have uh, cam girls, girls. Mm-hmm. Um, you have a dom- dom- yeah. dominatrix. You know people that work in the BDSM community. Um, you have the in-person services. You have like strippers um yeah that's, that's all sex work. work it's work that revolves, revolves around, around sex but, but yes like sex work, work is like a doctor, doctor and then with under that, yeah. yeah, yeah. it yeah. has like your little yeah. subheadings
0: yeah. of a very like you have a heading and then you have the subheading right mm-hmm. and it's like you have all these little branched out categories that each person does it's, it's like, like oh i want to go I to a strip club and party with whoever, whoever right um and it's like, like that's, that's just, just one service, service of so many other things. And sex sells. Sex, sex has, has been, been selling, selling forever. Oh, has has. Um, and, and especially yeah, in LA, or even even musicians, musicians have to sell sex. They have to show them. They're they have to be vulnerable especially on Especially females. Have to, yes, and they have to entertain. If they don't look a certain way, they're not a certain body type. They're not a certain weight. Screw you. Like immediately. Like there's so the you see so many people in the women, especially in the entertainment industry. Who end up with eating disorders? Who end up with very poor mental health issues? Because that doesn't matter. Um, there was even a musician who had a miscarriage while she was performing because they said, "No, it's your career, or you you, you have this miscarriage and you're done." Mm-hmm. So she was performing with a miscarriage. Mm. The entertainment industry is brutal. Mm-hmm. It's not for the weak. Like people think, like, "Oh, I want to be that." Like, I wish I could be that. I wish I could be there. And it's like. There's so much more applied to this. It's so much bigger than that. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: I think one of the, the the ideas that you know, as entrepreneurs, whatever it is that we're doing, um, and, and and one of a mistake I think in a way is thinking that we can change the market. Unfortunately, like the best we can do is adapt to the market or cater to the market. I feel like the example you gave with um, doctors, it's applicable, but. You know, there's not a negative connotation with doctors, oh, Unle- of unless not. unless it's like for some people, depending on what your cultural background is, like they think that you know, uh, plastic surgery is bad. Right. You, know, that you should love how you were. You know, God
0: gave you this, or
2: or there's a culture behind it. A lot of it, I think, a lot of the stigma is religion based. Because 100%. A l- Because a lot of, like, religions say that you can't do a certain thing. You can't yeah. have sex before marriage. You can't, you know, have sex with the same gender. Like, you can't... Yeah. You know, there are, you know, some religions that, like, you can't even show your body. Bad. Yeah. yeah. Masturbation's
0: bad. Like, uh, Can you imagine? <laughs> <laughs> We have a lot of pissed off people in this world. No, no wonder done. they're so paper. tense. They need to it sounds go good on paper. Okay, so when when I when I wrote this article, <laughs> like, yeah. when I wrote this article for my professor. I was like, I know a sex worker. This would be cool, right? And I I literally presented myself, okay, I'm a journalist. I know this person. I'm going to talk to her, and I'm going to ask her about this industry and what her work is is like. I have no idea. I mean, this would be cool to learn. So I was presenting this to my professor, Professor Peggy, (laughs) and Peggy goes... I don't agree with that. The, the the lifestyle, the work, I don't agree with it. But because you're approaching this as a journalist and you're approaching this, like I know this person, she does this work. This would be cool to talk about. And looking at it from a journalistic perspective, she allowed me to do it. And I got the permission. Um, but she was amazed at her studio. She was amazed at what she was able mm-hmm. to create, the type of work that she was able to professionally present. Um, and... She grew up Catholic. My professor grew up Catholic. She told me that. She's like, I don't agree with it. I grew up Catholic. She's very old school. So is and, my mother. And personally, yeah, <laughs> personally, I grew up like that too. Uh, my, my grandparents, super, super Catholic, super conservative. Um, and sex was never talked about. But they also, that's their generation. They weren't educated like she is. She wasn't, uh, they weren't allowed like this... And that's the biggest problem, I think, is that people are very uneducated on how sex works and how, what you need to do to be safe. Because even in schools, when I grew up in North Carolina, it was woman, m- woman and man.
1: Mm-hmm. W- where Where's
0: where the gay? Where's the LGBT community? Where's the LGBTQ community? Where's that? Mm-hmm. What do we do? You know what I mean? so it's like it's like. Um, and people who are in the LGBT Q community are more prone to STDs or uns- unsafety regulations because they're not educated properly how to be safe. Mm-hmm. They're not. So it's but, like so people are led to doing their own research.
1: I got a question on that. Isn't the same? Aren't the laws of being safe universal though?
2: Uh, Kinda.
1: I feel like the, we don't like, listen, I, I I'm not here to say like there there's no special treatment. I'm just saying like there the way that we cater safe sex doesn't need to be modified based on your sexuality.
2: No, but I you're think. not even taught it like whatsoever. Yeah, A lot that's of it is point. taught absidence or abs- abstinence. abstinence, yeah. abstinence. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Words. Words are hard. <laughs> 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 but like when you think of curriculum in the United States, I mean it's all very uh it's all the same, and it's all based on opinion and yeah. what is. In and a this is in a system. This is yeah. a school system. This has yeah. been going on for years. Mm-hmm. And this it's all you know, repetitive. B- brings you down again to religion. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And so they're not yeah. gonna. They're gonna teach you abstinence. They're not gonna teach you. how yeah. to Yeah. Be because safe, they're like, okay, abs- well, if you abstinence. don't do it,
0: then we don't have to explain ourselves further. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like if we don't do it, then we don't have to prepare you for the consequences that come with it. It's like it's yeah. almost like a lack of self accountability. In a way, it's like not teaching these kids to be accountable too because it's like, okay, well, if this happens, here's what you have to do to deal with it or here's where you go to deal with it or whatever else. It's like they're not – there's really no guide to this. And then when people end up doing their own research, you get what you, like, what Desiree is able to create. And it's like do you think Pornhub would even be an educational oh, platform? Exactly. Oh, like people are looking to porn and that's what they think sex is. You oh, think yeah. That's- it's not
2: realistic at all. I mean, oh, my gosh, the amount of times that like – one 15-minute scene takes like two hours <laughs> you know what i mean like that's not real sex that's sex that's put into a performance of course you know course. And, and sold because mm-hmm. that's what makes money but like no it's, it's absolutely not legitimate it's like it's like it's like for example <laughs> yeah.
1: you can watch uh a million basketball movies right the drama that is in that one particular game or the team deals with i'm not saying it's not similar to what you know happens in real life but it's you can't replicate no. that type of drama, the stakes, no. everything, no. you know. So, yeah, it's it's definitely a performance, and people need to understand it and view it from that perspective.
0: But. Yeah. And what do you think makes people go to you um, and say, like, I don't know this person, but what do you think draws them to maybe not you specifically, but in general to an to a intentional sex worker who goes to them and is like, I don't know this person, but it's worth my time and money for what I'm going to be seeing. Uh, I think it's the
2: way that that person just presents themselves and how they how they hold themselves to kind of create a safe space for these individuals that have, you know, these kind of more proprietary interests and kinks and stuff like that. Someone like that definitely isn't going to normally feel safe telling, you know, a little, we'll bring it back to a gummy bear guy, like, he probably doesn't feel particularly safe telling these, these secrets to people, like, he didn't tell me that he was into that until you know we had already done like five custom videos you know you kind of have to work up to building the courage to talking about something that's a bit more secretive like that Mm -hmm. and they only like i think that he was able to let his wall down and ask me for these things because i've created a safe Uh, environment for him I didn't judge him I you know made it an open conversation for him to say you know this is what I'm into and whether or not I'm into it personally I still respect him and I don't kink shame and you know if you're into that and that's what is bringing you joy then more power to you I'm not into it I'll recreate it for you Uh, but I you know, just creating a, a safe space for them where they can just feel comfortable. It takes, it does take time. And I, I don't think that, uh, I mean, there might be definitely some people out there that have crazy kinks that will just go to a random person and, you know, say, like, I want this recreated. But a lot of the times it's, like, let's create a video that's a little more generalized and, mm-hmm. you know, create that relationship and then we can kind of go a little further and kind of do stuff that's a little naughtier and dirtier yeah. and kinkier yeah absolutely it takes time it definitely does mm-hmm. why do you think of why that.
1: do you think that that these men or not i'm sorry not men sorry that was very generalistic but um that community or that clientele why do you think that you know they, they feel this way that they can't express these kind of things
0: just for the same reason we're not even allowed to talk about sex sex is not a normalized conversation
2: yeah i mean when you i think Sex isn't a normalized conversation, and when you do have the conversation, it's men and women, you know, doing missionary, and, and that's that's what they think sex is. You know what I mean? But sex is so much more than that. Um, I
1: lost my train of thought. It's okay, yeah, that's fine. That's fine.
0: Uh, yeah, but it's it, like what Mike said. It's it's like what why isn't it such a normalized thing for people to feel comfortable? You know, it's so like, um, and they, they have to go, go to these, these little certain pocket holes that allow them that space. Um, and yeah, what I, I thought was very interesting to hear from you when I first interviewed you was how you were able, able to give them a safe space and make them um, allow them, them to be vulnerable. Yeah. And I think a lot of people, people s- like, surpass that idea. They're like, oh, you need to be vulnerable for that? Yeah. You know, it's, it's like, like people wouldn't think that way.
1: You need to be vulnerable for what? I'm sorry.
0: Uh, for just, for or whatever they want to express because, I mean, sex is a form of expression. It's a form of creativity. I think
1: it takes vulnerability to do... To any expression any, or any anything, creative. Anything. anything, anything. Yeah. If you want to stand on the corner with a, you know, megaphone and, you know, read, read a script off the Bible, it takes vulnerability, <laughs> Yeah. You know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, but, uh, yeah, I think this takes a lot, a higher <laughs> level of vulnerability because, one you're exposing yourself internally um, spiritually as well um, and that kind of leads me to, to, to ask you what what kind of rituals are in place for you to like I don't want to say desensitize but like cleanse yourself mentally and spiritually after um, you know providing happiness in a video or something yeah to somebody.
2: Um, a lot of it's just kind of self-care I think like at the end of you know my you know, my typical day, like, I'll wake up and I do, like, a certain routine to kind of get myself going, you know, I, I light an incense so it smells good. Like, I'm a very sensory-driven uh, person, so I need, you know, I need to be listening to good music that brings me in a positive mood. I need to be smelling things that are nice. I'm typically wearing a black robe, which is really soft, so I've got, like, the, the touchy feel. So, like, that, for me, winds me into a good mood, and then I, you know, I put on my, I put on my face. Oftentimes, I wear a wig. Like, I'm a completely different person when I'm
1: environment. Yeah, I prime my I prime my environment and my
2: body, like myself, my mind, and then I kind of put on my, my character, my mask, if you will, my makeup, my my wig, my outfit for the day. Um, I perform, you know, I make my content, whether it be you know, generalized stuff for just like TikTok or Instagram or something that's particular for an individual who wanted mm-hmm. to buy it custom. And then once I'm done I honestly do like the same exact thing to unwind. You know, I take off the mask, I put on the comfy clothes, I light the incense again, I get into, you know, just a comfortable position for me and that's kind of my way of unwinding. Um, Also the way that my house is oriented, my studio and my house are separated. So I walk through these French doors into my studio and I am the queen of avocados. I leave that studio and Mm -hmm. I'm back to myself.
1: That is very important. Yeah, like when
2: I'm in that room, that's who I am, that's what I'm being, and then when I'm out of it, I'm myself.
0: It's different headspaces and it I think that's is. And the, the, the most... environment
1: is very conducive of that as well. Absolutely. And as an entrepreneur, as your own boss, it's very hard to know, all right, when do I stop being this the purr. queen of Avogadro? But that's the
2: thing, yeah. though. That's the rub is because even though when I'm not in the studio creating, I'm still on my phone talking. Because I, I, I mentioned earlier, 25% of my job is creating porn. Right, but then what is the other 75%? Well, 25% of it is like customer service. I'm constantly having conversations. I am maintaining Mm -hmm. hundreds of conversations at a time. I've got Instagram and everyone in my DMs there. I've got Snapchat, the multiple. I've got about like 150 people on my premium Snapchat. So I've got all of them that might be responding to the story that I posted earlier. I've got Facebook, which is a mix of, I've got two Facebooks right now that I'm maintaining. So I've got one that's my, my, more uh family oriented well, sorry friend oriented uh, not much my some of my family's on there but they i post whatever i want anyways um
1: okay i got it now sorry sorry okay. yeah. <laughs> i, th- oh I was God. like wait you're doing content for family no, uh, no. hey, just you know, <laughs> so the thing is is like i'm genuinely very interested because as i said the stigma is sex worker prostitute yeah no you know so there are some so that's why i, I brought to the attention the whole like you know negative connotation to you know doctor versus sex worker mm-hmm. and that's why i would maybe and I, again it's just from the outside looking in or trying to interpret in mm-hmm. um but it's a whole
0: different perspective
1: yeah exactly and, that's and why it's I would, insightful I, I, that's why i thought like maybe you know specific specifying what it is or what you can expect you know from before clicking in you know might you know, help or deviate the, the trolls. Yeah. yeah. The, you, you're bad. You're going to help people.
2: <laughs> yeah. 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 And I honestly, Fuck like every single day, there's not a day that goes by that. I don't get a message from someone saying, do you do meets? Do you do meetups?
1: Oh, I was going to say, what do you mean? Do you do meets?
2: <laughs> <laughs> Make a video of me just
0: slapping some steak. <laughs> uh, going yeah, back to, to our that. group chat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> Yo, our group chat was kind of epic this morning. That
0: was hilarious. He, Pete yeah. goes, he like says Pete, something about you, power. Yeah, love you, Pete. But he goes like power kink, and I was like, what do you, t- what does that mean, buddy? What are we trying to say here? Or, and so I, I wonder just, if made, I'm
2: just like being a dom, just like like a power. Yeah, he
0: did mention a dominatrix. And so in essence, like, what? in essence, in
1: uh, essence, I was very confused. So I hit him with the what does that mean, Kobe Bryant line. <laughs> um,
0: so why is it skipping out? first of all
1: what is what skipping?
0: the audio you can't hear it skipping
1: oh you know what it might be your headphone wire oh. but I hear everything good you hear a wire I said wire. whatever it's all the same thing uh, anyways. yeah words <laughs> They're hard. They're so but hard. yeah it was it was interesting to see Pete's perspective as well on it um but yeah man it, it's it's just very a very interesting uh industry that it I, is. That I felt, feel, and still, st- felt and still feel that needs attention. And Absolutely. not the attention from a biased perspective. Mm-hmm. It needs the, the attention from an unbiased, looking-to-understand perspective, mm-hmm. you know? Um, just because, you know, culturally or religiously or whatever the case might be, you feel like there's something negative associated to this, everything that you might perceive as negative has a positive to it you know what I'm, you yeah. know what i'm saying maybe it might be my perspective but i think that people intrinsically are good you know um and then you know nurture makes them in my perspective maybe do something that's not too good in my perspective yeah, yeah, but in their yeah, perspective yeah. that doesn't necessarily mean it's bad you know what i'm yeah, saying yeah
2: no it's just interesting to think that people's perspective on sex is like negative like you wouldn't be here if it weren't for sex. Like we are all here because of sex. Yes. Like we would yes, not yes, yes, have yes. been here if sex wasn't a thing and if your parents and their parents and the parents before them like we, we wouldn't even exist but if you know wasn't. What it wasn't. Like is. so why is it so negative? You know
1: what it is as it's well. Beautiful thing. Um and I know that we had a generational kind of conversation on our last mm-hmm. um interview but I definitely think that it has to do a lot with our generation. Absolutely. What do I mean by that? The generations before and this is just human nature. It is just human nature, humans. And there's multiple experiments of an, uh, of of this that I'm about to about to say. But humans are very prone to obedience, very, very, very prone to obedience. There's this one experiment. I don't remember the exact name where everybody was tricked in the room, saying that the guy in the other room is going to be, you know, his memory is going to be at test. And for every time that he fails to, you know, restate something, he gets shocked. Yep. And it wasn't yeah. real. And these guys know that they're giving them, you know, semi-lethal doses of, uh, of electricity. And they're still doing it because of our innate, you know, want to be o- obedient. So I think that some of the whole, you know, oh, we shouldn't even talk about sex comes stems from that, you know. And this generation, to circle it back, is the fuck that. There's so many different sides to this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And you're only giving me ten percent or five percent of this, or a yeah. perceived five percent now mm-hmm. that I'm like digging, I understand that that was two point five percent yeah,
0: or like there's even the stereotype that like when you become a sex worker you're gonna make millions of dollars, you're gonna make all this <laughs> money, and it's like it's like yes, excels, but I mean you're really not.
1: People think it's easy. Yeah, exactly. It's People think we, it's easy,
0: and everything that you've told—it's yeah. like there's time that gets taken into this. There's projects. There's editing. There's these are you're basically explaining my finals right now. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> like it's it's just like <laughs> it's interesting oh, to sorry. see how. Um, how oh, all of this is so much bigger than just like, like you said, even um baby sex workers um, who are between 18 second. and 22. And okay. I will get to that. So when COVID first hit and then people were starting OnlyFans and everything. And of course, a lot of 18 year olds saw that this was starting to blow up and maybe they didn't necessarily need it for the money, but they started making it trendy because everything's a trend and they they don't really know what they're doing going into this and of course the sex worker community tries to support them but there are still people who again have to put up with more like uh, who have had longer experiences in this industry have to put up with a lot more than just like oh I look like this now like I'm a I can appear this certain way or I make all this money or, or like I made all this off of OnlyFans or whatever else and it's like just not realistic but um, it's like what, like, why do you think the, like, our culture is, or my generation, why do you think we're trying to do that? Like,
2: how,
0: do, how does that make, make you guys look? How do you think that makes you feel?
2: Um, well, I think, like, in, in general, um, the newer generation is become obsessed with being famous. And obsessed with getting attention and being known and having a name for themselves. It's
1: the most valuable currency.
2: It absolutely is. It absolutely is. And we're finding that, well, we're not finding, it's always been known that sex sells. So now they're finding that they can become famous and they can get the attention and the fame by selling sex. How can we
1: exploit
2: this? Exactly, but not recognizing the amount of time and effort that it takes to be a successful sex or worker. Or, there's
0: even, I've even seen a couple issues on TikTok um, that actually ended up in articles as well, where there are there's a couple like bigger creators that are pretty well known who are sex workers, and um, there's been cases of some of these users who are moms mm, and mm-hmm. who, are, um, who are parents, single parents, or whatever, mm-hmm. but they also end up so they so on you know, on the platform of what they present themselves as, behind that there's a lot more of a bigger issue. And then that looks bad when they get in trouble or whatever else for sex workers or moms in general. Because then that, that, that stereotypes way. that, oh, you're a sex worker, you're a bad mom. Yeah. Or you're this or that, and it's like and or even just recently there was a twenty one year old girl who blew up on TikTok and she had OnlyFans, and she was, like, one of the five of OnlyFans or whatever. And, but that's all she has. You know what I mean? It's like, but that's, like, all she's known for is this OnlyFans. But it's, like, also, this algorithm is targeting
1: specific people. I have a know? question for you both, obviously. Yeah. Um, and, and the reason why you're both, because you're both women. Um, and I wanted to ask you, what is your response, or how do you feel to the side that believes that sex work is demeaning to women?
2: I think it's honestly, like my perspective. I I kind of laugh at it because I think to do sex work, you have to have
0: confidence. ample amount
2: of respect and confidence for yourself Absolutely. to be able to be able to become you know to let your vulnerable side out publicly. You have to have respect. You have to have yeah. uh, confidence in your. You have to know yourself. your worth.
0: Absolutely, you have to know your worth, and and that's the thing about it that people forget. It's like a lot of a lot of times. Um, the stigma is that when women do this or, or it's interesting because it's like we target the they target the women specifically mm-hmm. when they do this and it's really upsetting because it's like there are men sex workers too absolutely. why are they out of this conversation why are they out of this conversation because why, when men have are, a lot of sex they're women? Look as
2: cool people but when women have right, a lot of sex and their ego goes to the
0: roof <laughs> but when a woman does it she's a whore yeah it's like okay but it's a double standard it, absolutely you know, you know
1: what else I think might play a role in that the fact that Nowadays, it may be very different because of the LGBT community and everything like that, and people understanding that you know there's many layers to sexuality. Um, but one of the reasons why I think that is because I would think at least that the biggest consumer of male sex workers are females. I would, I can maybe be wrong, and you know, maybe they're not too open or wearing that badge of honor that they consume those type of services
2: yeah that's that's absolutely yeah uh yeah so some women are aren't gonna want to admit that they want to you know pay for porn some guys don't want to do it either again a lot of you know my work is confidential
1: i asked this guy for a jar of spit (laughs) yeah (laughs) you know i don't think a girl's gonna be too you know
2: (laughs) Yeah, but you that. never know. But there are some. There are definitely, of you know, course. if there's an if there's something out there, someone's interested in it. You know, you're right. And there might not be a lot of people, but there's definitely someone somewhere. But you, you gotta, you know,
1: yeah, and cater to that. Though, what's interesting yeah. too it.
0: is um, I've heard I've heard some people like through social media. I've I've watched, I've seen some some. Comments come up about uh, like when there's a whole uh, charade with I think Pornhub where like the company itself got busted for something that was probably underage or mm-hmm. something like that and you and you mentioned that And I think yeah, we should we should I was touch on that, by that yeah, yeah for let's sure. talk about it
2: yeah so uh, you know Pornhub is probably the most known like uh, porn website Site. you know some a uh, host of porn videos um, and. Uh, I don't know if it was, I think it was maybe like last year. I mean, it's not their first lawsuit, don't get me wrong. Like, Pornhub's been hit many times for whatever reasons. I'm not, you know, I don't work at Pornhub, so I don't know. They're always
1: going to stay in business. Uh, they probably
2: will, but uh, they were hit um, a little while back with, you know, uploading. There were videos found to not be consensual, to be underage, you know, this, really? that, and this. Yes. Yes. Oh, wow. So they went from 11 million videos to like 2 to 3 million videos. Uh, in a span of a couple months, um, during those times, all of their monetized uh, areas, like they have, um, they have Pornhub and they have Model Hub, and Model Hub is uh, the platform where verified users can sell their videos and add a monetary price to it versus Pornhub, which is typically free. Um, so it's kind of like their website of being able to kind of collect money off of selling their videos rather than just views so because porn- free videos on Pornhub pays you per view. They pay you like I think well, I, okay. I don't know. It's these. like it's like YouTube almost. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you so get you know extra amount upload, of money for all of the videos. Free to
1: upload, free yeah. to watch. Um, yeah, but then there's. Snapchat Premium, Pornhub. Uh,
2: yeah, you know, there's the, the the section where you can put a price and, and you can and only Snapchat see it to buy it.
0: Gets completely promoted through Pornhub too, or like or any certain sites that are like that. They, they yeah, but then again, things. Snapchat like
2: Premium Snapchat is something that uh, sex workers kind of created and found a way to use the platform to benefit them. But Snapchat still doesn't technically allow right. that kind of stuff. So and it only lasts I mean 60 seconds. yeah, my Snapchats have been deleted before. I've gone through many yeah. Snapchats. A lot, all of my public ones get deleted. My my premium ones still holding strong, uh, <laughs> but my my public ones have been deleted. Um, one, my first one got deleted because I, you know, you can link uh, when you when you post on your story, you can add a link, and I added my link to my OnlyFans, and it got deleted. So in
1: essence, in essence, the you know the platforms that are not you know, welcoming this type of content posting the Instagrams, the TikToks, the uh, Facebooks, even the ones that have canceled your yep. accounts multiple times, yep. are those used as a marketing platform to hey, come see this yes. kind of thing? Absolutely. And it's still getting flagged? Absolutely.
2: Yeah, I, I like to consider like my social media is kind of like my my advertisements. You know, I don't necessarily pay for an advertisement on Facebook. So, like, every, like, three posts on Facebook when you scroll. I don't know if you know this. Every fourth post is an ad. So, you've got your three posts from friends. And yes. then the fourth one is an ad. Every, like, And it's, you know, throughout the, every time you scroll. So, I like to consider, like, my social media as an ad. And I try to post on all of my social media accounts multiple times a day because people are scrolling on their phones at different types of days. Your so. shit
0: comes up so much in my Facebook feed. Good. Yeah. <laughs> But like it, my it's goal. working
2: it's working like it, Facebook is all memes though and that's it's it's not necessarily so, no, it's my body it's so funny it's <laughs> great memes it was so, so funny there the was um uh,
0: yes there was a meme that literally said <laughs> the alter she, eagle yes she was <laughs> it was literally a post it was like is it DTF so down to fuck or is it because I'm just in your feed because I'm scrolling through it all the time and I was like and I, I was like I swear it's because you're just in my feed yeah. I swear it's uh, it just I, funny
2: like there was a meme that was, was like, like if you had to drink every time you saw me on your post would like, so you be sober drunk. or drunk oh, and people so are like drunk. I would be dead <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I would be dead
1: <laughs> well that's amazing news <laughs> <laughs> right? right
2: well, you, well absolutely <laughs> yeah. business, but, yes. but this is the thing is that's, frequency. Just, yeah, that's just, just my personal, personal, personal Facebook, Facebook though Like that, my, my personal, personal Facebook has been running since you know I started it in 2008 and when I was married and I was still doing this job no one on my Facebook knew that I was doing sex work that was, was still my personal, personal platform that was you know my still like my like little my last little chunk of innocence was on my little Facebook. Mm-hmm. Um, and then when I got divorced, that was all fucking out the window. Because <laughs> I didn't have any of my ex-husband's family uh, on my platform anymore. They were very, mm-hmm. very conservative about that type of stuff. Um, so when I got divorced, uh, I let it go. And I said, screw it, I'm done hiding. I am Desiree, but I am also the queen of avocados. And I kind of meshed. My my Facebook. You made
1: some guacamole. Hell yeah, there, I did yeah. because you know how
2: many. <laughs> Look at you. You're how many there. high
1: school bullies
2: are my customers now? A lot. <laughs> let's a
0: flex. let's let's flex this real quick. Go ahead, tell them some stories. Let's tell them this story. some of
2: my please, ex boyfriends are my biggest customers. <laughs>
0: Ding. That is the biggest flex. Um,
1: that is. Say
0: that, please.
1: <laughs> Thank you. Say
0: that. I'm not getting some of that now, too. <laughs> like, now that I'm starting to get a little bit more... Um, just pulling these services and even having like this podcast or being a writer and doing everything I wanted to do, it's like people are starting to come around now and they're like, "Wait, you're kind of cute." And I'm like, "Okay, yeah, you didn't say that when I when didn't peak ta-
2: in high school." Sorry. Yeah, okay. sorry that didn't
0: happen. Like my genetics got messed up. I get it. I'm sorry. Okay, like college. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it's like, like but it's 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 a, it's a great feeling to be able to reach this level of confidence, of oh, self like self self worth. You know what I mean? It's a it's, great feeling it's, to it's,
2: take that power back. Yeah, and that's again where I. Love the attention; it fuels me. Yeah, absolutely. I'm very and much. Uh, I think I that's it. so
0: smart <laughs> on your part with the psychology of it all. It's like she's using this attention; she's using the people pleaser part of her, which people pleasing is also a trauma response in certain ways, or like, or even like, and like it's just a, it's a part of you. Short it's, a care- term,
1: it's a very short-term reward system. Exactly, and that that it's like, and it's refuel. like a reward.
0: Absolutely, and it's it's very interesting how we're also programmed that way because, like you talked about obedience, so you have a system of reward right mm-hmm. and it's so interesting to me that she was using all of these things she was like okay well i just started pushing people this way and that way from one platform to the next and she's using all of these tactics and skills that a lot of people go to school for and, and they wouldn't even think oh that's how you do that but they're not always able to execute it yeah. it's like you have to be a certain type of you know um, what it is
1: it's, it's a lot, chase you know a lot of people get caught up in the i'm gonna be a good student but not a good applier
0: yeah, yeah, it's right. like why would you yeah. want to learn all this stuff and not apply You're it? You're a great you know? test
1: taker, dude.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Oh gosh, I sucked at SATs. Don't even. <laughs>
2: I took those. I never like... even took the SATs. <laughs> I
0: took them. <laughs> I took those like four times, but it's okay. Never got... even took them. <laughs> we got through college. It's okay. Um, no, but I think uh, to, to tap into that story of some of some of uh, your high school uh, high school people being your some of your best customers now. I think that's, yeah, that's it's, huge. Yeah, it's
2: it's definitely very flattering um, for sure. It's like a pat on the back, just be like, yeah.
1: But I I, I, think, I guarantee <laughs> you that the biggest pat on your back is not seeing them being one of your consumers. Obviously, it helps. It's lucrative. But the biggest pat on your back, you know, as a result of all this is not giving a fuck.
2: Yeah, yeah. And you you have to not give a fuck. And it, it's so hard because my community, we're... Uh, I'm very close-knit with a lot of individuals in my community because a lot of, uh, I keep on saying it, a lot of the job of being a, a sex worker or at least, you know, an OnlyFans model or whatever is you need to learn how to market yourself. You have to promote yourself. No one's going to know that you are a business if you don't market yourself. So a lot of it is networking with other models because in order to gain a following, you have Like, no one's going to just look for you. You have to advertise for yourself. So a lot of, you know, a lot of the time that I'm spending on, like, Instagram or Twitter, I'm networking with other models, and we're sharing each other's work on our profiles to kind of promote them. Uh, That's important. It absolutely Absolutely. is. It's it's paramount to have a community that stands by you and will help promote the work that you put out. Um, But the rub of that is that you become friends with a lot of different types of people. And you have to be aware of the triggers and the the sensitivity of other models because my experience is... I'm doing this because I want to. I like it. I'm a sexual person. I enjoy this. But there are some people out there that are doing it because they need the money. Mm -hmm. Uh, And maybe they're, you know, completely lesbian and penises freak them out. And Mm -hmm. some of my group chats will get a dick pic and we'll send it to each other and fucking roast the guy. (laughs) It happens. And some group chats, they send a dick pic and... People become extremely sensitive about it. Like I don't want to see this. Don't send this unsolicited Mm -hmm. porn to me. And we become very sensitive. So it's like you have to be careful with what
0: you do, what you say, and who. And I thought it was really funny on her part. um, So going back to her Facebook memes, they're amazing. Thank you. Um, They're amazing. You can Um, follow her. Yes, and her her best flex on that was. She she was mentioning how she gets all these unsolicited dick pics and whatever else and she was like, "Okay, well in return if you want to do that, I'm going to send you a picture of a strap-on that I have and it's going to be bigger than you." So <laughs> so top. you want to do that? Th- then here you go. It, they send me it, a and pic and I like, send
2: them mine They're like mine's yeah. bigger.
0: <laughs>
1: That's a flex. <laughs> but, you know, like going back to what you were saying in terms of networking, you know, I feel like a lot of people, entrepreneurs, a lot of people that are in the creative industry in general, any type of business that it is that you're doing, people undervalue networking sideways. Yeah, they only try to network if it creates a sort of gain for them, like a virtual game, like I'm talking to somebody that has either more plat- more a bigger platform or something like that. But they undervalue the sideways networking. A lot of times when we're in the creative industry, a lot of times when we're in a business, we try to think we're recreating the wheel. Mm-hmm. No, don't and recreate no. the wheel.
0: And as was even saying, she she mentioned we work me before. in before. Exactly. Yeah, and there are a lot of things that are repeated or have been done before, and it's really hard to... Um, you know, make yourself unique in a way too that that oh, yeah. continuously like make you go with the wheel because yeah. I mean that wheel's been going for so long. I mean, uh, what do you got to do to stay on it? Yeah, it's
2: it's. I think a lot of it is just your interpretation of something. And I when 100%. you when you say that, like the first thing that comes so to my yeah. mind is <laughs> 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 the, the, the first thing that comes to my mind is cosplaying and the way that people try to gatekeep cosplaying when you have like successful cosplayers that you know have everything like perfect. And someone is trying to cosplay that same look and, you know, maybe made some of the things at home and maybe it isn't the same. And trolls will negatively comment on... They'll you know, say, this is the
1: broke man's... Yeah, like, you know, it,
2: it, it, you know, this person did it better. Like, how dare you do this? Like, they're the true cosplayer, blah, blah, blah. And, like, I, I do a lot of uh, Daphne Blake cosplay from Scooby-Doo. And there's a lot of people that do Velma cosplay from yeah. Scooby Doo uh, the- Ginger and they yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> they're,
1: they're, like you like <laughs> um, so I'm all like is that the one that wears my glasses or is yes, Velma that's Velma
0: uh, but it's interesting because I mean she even just recently collaborated with someone who goes by Tattooed Velma yeah. and they they got together she flew out to uh, Boston to meet up with her and Maine in their studio and work together and um that's that's what she goes by that's 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 her thing and that's that's how she's known and it's very interesting to see you know the the tactics and the skill set it takes to even work in collaborations like even in music it's hard to collaborate with other creators because Mm -hmm. some people have the ego of i am the best of the best and no one can can work with me no one can can do this that or the other or it's not gonna work or you know what i mean it's basic just like Teamwork,
2: um, but and then you, when you think about like those type of collaborations, you also have to consider the uh the type of work that they're doing. Because like when Absolutely. you when you collaborate with you know a musician or something, you know you both are into music, you guys mm-hmm. make music, and it's probably pretty easy for you guys to just like maybe you know write a song. But like we're making porn, we're we're having sex, we're getting very vulnerable, we're getting naked, and we're gonna try to make each other come. Like. When you have three days to do that with a person you've never met before, (laughs) it's so hard to break the ice and kind of get into a comfortable comfortable spot where you can be vulnerable and create that. So Tattooed Velma was here for six days and we didn't make porn until the day before she left.
1: Because wow. it takes it's time. It's important because it's not one of those lights, camera, action kind of things. No. It's, it's and important. that's what and for
2: some think. people it is. You know, for, you know, the big stars that have, you know, market managers or the ones that are saying, like, yeah, I've got a gig, you know, you're going to be screwing, you know, so-and-so and you're going to be doing this kind of scene. And they can be like, yep, I'm going to do it. Or like, nope, I'm not going to do it, you know. But for us, we're, we're kind of doing the work for ourselves. We kind of have to handpick the people that we're going to work with and hope that over- you know, uh, virtual communication that you're going to have some sort of vibe that you're going to share and be able to successfully do, you know, to make porn. And like some collaborations don't work out. Sometimes you, you know, you meet the person and the vibe just isn't there and, you know, you hang out and you maybe make a friend, but you know, not necessarily a sexual partner. And then, you know, that does happen too. has
1: Has that ever happened where the other person is offended? Because you're like, you know, I really like you as a friend, but it's just like I can't create with you because I'm just not there.
2: Uh, Personally, I have not had that happen yet. I've luckily only worked with people that I have vibed with. Um, but that also might come down to me because I'm very much a pansexual person. Your energy, your energy I is love amazing. Everyone, I love people. I don't care what your genitals are. I don't care what your background is. Like I yeah. love people. Genitals mm-hmm. just tell me how to make you come.
0: <laughs> yeah.
2: So it, for me it's kind of easy. I, that I, was
1: fire. <laughs> <laughs> that you was are, a dope ass perspective. Though. Yeah, we're, we're
0: school. She is schooling him right now. Yeah, I just I love people, so it's very yeah. easy for me
2: to just kind of make a connection. But you know, some people I have met a lot of workers that are very like demisexual, and like they cannot. What does that mean? So demisexual is someone who cannot be sexually aroused unless they are like emotionally attached, like or connected to this person. They can't just like have sex unless they love. Like a one night, not necessarily.
0: Really love, but just like they have to have, they have to have an emotional. They have to like, be in the same interaction, brink. right? Yeah.
2: Right. For me, I'll die and have sex with people I hate too. Like I might paper bag them, but I'll have sex with them. Like, <laughs> it's very easy for me, but some people they like, they will like like physically cannot get aroused, right? If they don't have a connection with it, yeah. yeah. And, like you can't yeah. you can't make porn if you're not turned on. You know, like not right. not good porn,
0: right? <laughs> yeah, and that's that's the thing about it too. It's like you're also doing these collaborations in hopes that you you come out with a good quality video or good quality yeah, content, which, it's, is, it's, which is, and like hit you, or said, miss you, have, sometimes. you have six days, she flew out, and it's like, you have this span of time, it's literally like any deadline that you would have, you're like, okay, I got this, this, and this to do, and I got this time to do it, but I gotta have the quality, I gotta have, like when I was doing the interview and putting all of your stuff together, I was like, oh my gosh, I need to drive to Maine, I need to put all these pictures together, and I need to tell her which ones I want, but like, there's all this, how much content have you made in the last four years? <laughs> go
2: ahead um so well my on my only fans just my only fans itself um which is like uh maybe 75 percent of my work I've got over 10,000 photos I've got over 400 in videos uh at least 300 of those are like full length either five to 40 minute videos um like a hundred of them might be like teaser like one minute clips or whatever um and that's that's all mostly in the past 2 years really I have I have a lot of content with like my ex-husband or mm-hmm. you know hookups and stuff like that but I don't post or sell that content because I'm not with that individual anymore and I don't have their written and physical consent to right. do that so I would never you know I would never sell that so the stuff that I do sell is recent stuff of my the my partner uh is the one that I you know Film with he's my he's my star cock, if you will.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so and only, you know, <laughs> how many photos do you have up to this point?
2: Yeah, I've got about ten thousand. I've got over ten thousand. And ten thousand so just much time on my OnlyFans, like that doesn't count. Like the the bloopers, the, the funny the selfies. Yeah, the of ugh, there's so many.
1: So, so many. you know, you 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 spoke about not being able to post certain contents because you don't have a disclosure from yeah said. Pr- person. Yeah. How have you found it to be hard to find love or somebody that's acceptant of your profession?
2: Um. So, well, the thing is, is I started it when I was married and then I got divorced. So then I was doing the business and dating at the same time. So yeah,
1: um, with your profession and you know, stuff that, that you've been doing for the last couple of years, um, you did mention that some of the content you can't put out because you don't have permission of said person, which you was in a relationship in the past. Right. Talk about your love life with this profession. Has it been difficult to um, hold on to one?
2: Yeah, so, well, again, I started the business with my husband, my ex-husband, and you know we were doing this together until we got divorced. Um, so when I met my current partner, it was just off Tinder, um, I was on dating
1: websites. So it like, works. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> I
2: met my ex-husband on Tinder, too. <laughs> Damn. Now I'm banned from, from Tinder, Tinder, so I can't even use it anymore. I so think you're nice. just a <laughs> <the> virtual type. <laughs> um, it may be that way sometimes. <laughs> uh <laughs> like I'm about to walk. <laughs>
1: um I told it, you to
2: be good during the interview. <laughs> but it, it's interesting because Perspective. Like, yeah, right. <laughs> um before I met my current partner, like a lot of the people were like, oh like, let's get together and like let's make a video together, blah blah blah. I was like, <laughs> no <laughs> i don't want to do that i i'm um again i mentioned I'm, I'm pansexual i typically i date a lot of men it seems to be i don't know why i don't understand why. but i do um but i don't like
1: uh i'm, I'm much more i'm
2: much more yeah and i'm much more, much more, much more fluid I'm, I'm fluid but i'm more comfortable behind the camera with women Especially women who do the job, job with me and, me and are in the same business Because we have the same goal We have the same understanding of what and we're doing And that's
0: why you were my favorite memory when I was 19
2: <laughs> Thank you I, 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 what, what, was the, what was the line? I'm not going to fuck, fuck you
0: over, over I'm just oh, going to fuck you, you. <laughs> And that's why I remembered her Because who else I'm is going to say that to me? me. It when in my lifetime am I going to hear that? I was like Wow, I really hope someone can tell me that straight up from the jump next time I try dating another individual. Um, oh, my. <laughs> my. Like, I, I will marry you. i like, straight right forward. Then. Yes, and <laughs> I, lo- my I loved it. I loved it, and I was like, but I was still scared. I was 19. I was like, oh, my God, I'm in this big-ass world by myself, and I just met a porn star. What the fuck? So, yeah, mind right, you. You,
1: have, you haven't trademarked <laughs> that, have you?
0: Uh-huh.
1: You haven't trademarked that, have you?
2: Sure, yeah, I have.
1: Oh, Okay. <laughs> I'll come up on my own. <laughs> like, I'm going
0: to use uh, that. I'll,
1: I'll, I'll, I'll say it in Spanish. It sometimes, it so, it sometimes works.
0: You, no, let's hear it in Spanish. I won't fuck you. I'll just fuck you over. So I'm not so going to like, fuck so, you over. So, so, so
1: this is the thing, right? Fuck, it, it can be said in, in, in yeah. many ways. Um, so let's see. In Dominican Spanish?
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, it won't, it won't translate perfectly. <laughs> no. It won't, it won't work, it won't work.
0: I tried texting up my best friend in Spanish once, and she was like, Maggie, that's not, that's not what that, that is. And I was like, but, and she was like, no, 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 no wrong Spanish, Just, no, and I was like, mm-hmm. got it, my bad, right, my my bad. my bad, it's so why I said delete it. But anyways, yeah, no, like, I, no one else is going to say that to me, so I was like, but at least I remembered her, like, that's, that's great that she's able to make this impact on people, first of all. <laughs> Um, but that's also what draws, oh, I think, a lot of her clientele to her, you know? Um, I'm a very,
2: I'm a very personable person. One of the, um, my favorite things you... to say. Uh, <laughs> no, are you? Honestly. right? No, honestly. It's funny, I am, but I'm not. I think it's like the, the Gemini in me. Like, part of me is like really
1: social and part what of me is like, I What the fuck it, it is with this show and Geminis? <laughs> <laughs> it's Libra dominated.
2: Uh, what is it? Uh, oh, it's Libra dominated. No.
1: No, no, no. I'm saying the show is. Oh, is yeah. it? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Because him and I are him and I are. And October then Alex, uh, Alex gotcha. as well. Alex, which is a, another co-host. Pete's the only uh, Scorpion in the in the. Sky. My partner's oh. a Scorpio. Oh.
2: Everyone that's... in my life is a Scorpio. It's so interesting. I have so many Scorpios yeah, in my like life. Yeah, Kayla. Kayla a Scorpio too. Yeah, mm-hmm. I've got I've got a couple others. It's
0: it's interesting.
1: Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. But I think it's it's very great to hear, um, to have these kinds of podcasts and conversations. Um. And. Um, are you familiar with the fact that this is something that's not talked about enough? Like, do you think this can be talked about even more? I hope um, so.
2: I, I, I like where do to. You see I the almost it to.
0: Where do you see the faults <laughs> in the lack of promotion and conversation and uh, stigma around it?
2: Well, I think just it's just a lot of people don't understand it and are still just like stuck in their old ways of like sex is, you know, to be shared with your, you know, marriage partner and only your marriage partner and that's it. And as we as we kind of uh come with new generations, we're kind of realizing that love is not so linear. Uh, you know, we're accepting polyamorous relationships a lot more. We're, you know, the LGBT uh, plus community is growing, uh, so we're kind of recognizing that sex is a part of our lives, mm-hmm. and I think that more people need to recognize that and let go of the, the 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 closeted stigma that again, like it's only supposed to be shared with you know one person, the one person that you're supposed to be with for your rest of your life. Like that it, is it's human
1: nettle. bullshit. It, it's Absolutely, human condition. It is. This is it's like only, human condition. It's the bullshit of human nature. They want us to believe that in the animal kingdom, we're just so high and mighty that we're the only species that's monogamous. Yeah, it's disgusting.
2: Yeah. Monogamy disgusts me. I don't like it.
1: <laughs> but you it's know, also not for me because love it,
2: isn't linear. We can love more than thing.
1: one person. The only thing linear, I think, in, in life is time.
2: Yeah. Yeah, and here's the
0: here's the thing the too constant. about monogamy <laughs> is not even just in this industry, but women in general, especially on social media, um, there's a lot of jealousy, insecurity, and that stuff mm-hmm. is. Between content is, creators. Uh, or yeah, or uh, content creators, or just just like even your friends or a friend group, right? Yeah. It's like you have certain women, or or like uh, personally from experience, I've I've been friends with girls, which is really hard. Um, to do and so I've been friends with girls and I I told them like my like maybe my freshman year of college is a good example so um, I was like hey like I'm a, I'm a roommate like I'm gay and I hope that's like you know not gonna be an issue like I wouldn't if you have an issue let me know now so I can do something about it right Um, and they're like no 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 whatever and then like later on like a few months in whatever uh, she she ends up liking this guy or whatever and I was like alright I'm not into him but I mean I've hung out with him and she was like away and then accused me of sleeping with the dude and I'm like the more you're accusing me of sleeping with the dude the more I want to do it you know what I mean It's it's like I know I can do this because I can but at the same time it's like does it get through your head that like like you? It's it's amazing to it's really unfortunate to me that this is something that women have to encounter and deal with and mm-hmm. and even men too. It's, it's like the the possessiveness possessiveness, is especially with men or the, the controlling factor. That's no. even scarier for women. That's more intimidating, but that doesn't mean that women don't have it. Oh, it's yeah, very sure. much there. It's definitely. Um, but possessive. it's it's like that's why it takes like a lot of confidence in this in her industry in the sex industry as like in general and a lot of people look down on that and Mm -hmm. they don't like it they don't like confidence they don't like that they can, it's they not
1: that they don't, don't like it; they're intimidated by
0: it. Exactly, but the, that's still—they don't like it. They don't like intimidation. Turns to envy, which turns. Oh, to resentment. it's so gross. And, oh, and envious. you know they're jealous
2: of it. They envious, and then they resent is, you because they that, can't do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah and then they're not There's
1: supportive. There's a bucket right there. <laughs> uh, <laughs>
0: and, and it was interesting. There was a there was a specific person I had, like even just when I interviewed her, that was in my circle that was envious, and and then once I talked to her, and she was so supportive of everything, and she had great energy, and I really fed off of it. And I was like whoa like Like, there's there's a difference there's a huge massive difference in that feeling you know what i mean when you know you're around people who are supporting you and and that goes with any business or anything else and it's like the lack it the lack of envy and jealousy the more that that's like put to the side it's like i feel like people have a hard time looking inward Mm -hmm. and with this you have to be very self-aware you have to be very well aware of your worth um and obviously that goes for men too. Um, but, but it's just, just like, like the I feel like it's just
1: a, a, a very cultural thing. With yeah, it's yeah, just like it is. it's 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 very um impractical to think that you have to be the provider of everything like in the emotional and physical mm-hmm. world to this woman so that she can't be attracted to somebody else. It's just not a sustainable or healthy train of thought Absolutely or idea. Not. It's no. just like at the same time, you're gonna do all this for for another human. Knowing damn well that you're still attracted and interested in other humans, so it's impossible. And
0: and with social media too nowadays, it's like women are like, "Oh, you like that post," and it's like it's like all downhill from there, and your relationship is over and over Like it's it's so. That's why like
1: sometimes like the whole conservative conservative Latina thing is just like a. No disrespect. (laughs) I love my Latinas. Whatever. I love them too. I love them too. I love them too. (laughs) But, but. Yeah, bro. bro, Relax. relax, Yeah, conservative.
2: Anyone is just conservative. Everyone. (laughs) You know what I mean?
1: We'll we'll bleep out the (laughs) conservative. And of
0: course, and but of course, though we need opposing sides. I mean, we do. We need opposing sides. It's um, to what if the world be
1: but, so but, boring if you didn't
0: have no opposition? Absolutely, um, it's true. and it's everybody's about mean, handle. It's about how you handle that
2: opposition. Absolutely, to have you a
0: respectful, like, a respectful conversation. conversation. Yeah, but, and like, seeing both sides and then coming to a conclusion. Um, if you're able or letting someone decide for themselves, I think that's the biggest part that I, people try to take away. Is like I'm going to decide for you because everything I say is right and my way is the only way. I it's think like, that
1: seeking to be right is the first first problem. issue. <laughs> yeah, you're you're not yes. seeking to be... If you're seeking to be... If you and me are, are disagreeing on something and you're seeking to be right, you lost. Yeah. You're supposed to try to understand. And, if, and then that. if after you understand, yeah. I'm wrong, help me understand why I'm wrong. Yeah. Right. But telling somebody you're wrong, you're attacking Or them. just
0: asking them, like, what did you learn? You were wrong? Okay, did you learn something? Um, And just, like, you know, not repeat that lesson of what was wrong or what went wrong or what made it wrong. And like you said, trying to find understanding underneath it, Mm -hmm. you know?
2: And luckily, like with my relationship, we don't have to necessarily worry too much about that. Like jealousy aspect because like we, he came into the relationship knowing what I did. So he understood that when I was on my phone a lot, talking to these strangers, it's not because I'm into them. It's not because, you know, yeah, I'm not getting anything sexually out of this. This is my job and this is what I'm supposed to do. And this is how I make the money. Conversating with people, creating that relationship and that bond is how I get return customers, which is what pays the bills. Right. So it's, it's important that, that I mean yeah it's and important that I maintain those relationships right. and it's any business relationship like that you've yeah, got to maintain in a positive manner.
0: And course. that's what makes your personal relationship a partnership. Absolutely. And not a codependent mess. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like it's like you're doing your thing, he supports that. He's doing his thing, you support that. Absolutely. And I think that's a good example to really see by and it's like and I think it really helps to stigmatize like oh you can't have a relationship if you're a sex worker. Yeah. And, and like that's something that comes up too. And it's, it's, like,
2: it's crazy because a lot of the sex workers that I know are, like, married. They're, yeah. they're happily married. You know, some of them are swingers. Some of them aren't. Some of them just, you know, do this, you know, on the off chance. It mm-hmm. it, it, it all depends, and every story is different, but, like, 100%. Not, Absolutely.
0: But but they all and count. And that's
2: the beauty of it, though. Like, it's beautiful that it's different because if it were all the same, and it, it all would counts. be boring and it would be gross. Absolutely. Yes. It's all valid. Every, you know, everyone's relationship is valid as long as it's consenting and respectful for the two or, two or however many people are within that dynamic. Absolutely. Listen, people
1: can live as they please and it makes them happy as Absolutely. long as they're not harming somebody else. Yeah,
2: respect yeah. each other, communicate, you know. Are you, gonna, are you going to
1: harm people's feelings? Absolutely.
2: Only if they ask me to.
0: <laughs> she has a point. T- Taylor made, Taylor she made. Has a point. But, some,
1: but, but sometimes, too, if I say something or if I did something and you feel bad about that, I strongly believe you chose to do that. You chose to feel bad. Because you can feel... You, you got to own you can, your emotions. You yeah. have
0: to own it. Yeah.
1: You chose to feel bad, bro. I'm sorry,
0: you gotta own your emotions. <laughs> yeah. I think it's
2: also important for people to remember that emotions, especially the negative ones like jealousy and stuff, can be deconstructed as long as you like yeah. you said, look inward, if you yeah. look inward and can you know and
0: you take accountability, that's like, I think mm-hmm. that going back to like that, I think that is the core thing that you need to be able to make that step. and a lot of um, people have a hard time with that.
1: And a lot of times, these negative emotions, if you look inward, if you try to deconstruct them,
0: you see stuff you don't want to see and and i don't or admit to you see things that that
1: you don't want to see that could be a perspective but the other perspective is you see a lot of good in it for example if you're jealous of somebody you can deconstruct it back to admiration why does it hurt your pride that you admire this person or what they got going on for them yeah I What what does that say about your nature Right. So it can be a positive thing. As it can well.
2: be a, I think it can be a positive uh, learning experience in a way of a person kind of overcoming those insecurities because a lot of yes. jealousy is rooted in insecurity about themselves Absolutely. because I can't provide that. I can't do that. So I'm jealous because they're doing it that I yeah. cannot. But it's like you rec- you got it's important to recognize that you are still a person and you can give what you can give, but you can't give everything. You won't ever be able to like give someone every every aspect ab- of like, you every every everything you can't even give yourself everything i, I yeah, can i have a hard <laughs> enough time you <laughs> know gas was taking care of myself gas is expensive yes say that gas is expensive
0: so yeah, but, uh, and yeah. i have I to they- i pay
2: premium man that mini takes premium <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> 380 a gallon
0: hurts. Oh. it
2: hurts
1: me ow i walk
2: yeah i can't walk to boston <laughs> boston <kid?
1: laughs>
0: can't walk here i wish
1: pete was here his boston accent
0: <laughs> i know it really is So it's thick yeah. yeah it's a thick accent
1: um so again i am just honored to be you know enlightened and in this <laughs> yeah part of thank this. you like seriously and one of the things that we like to do here and say that is just you know open the mics for a token of gratitude is our way of giving back. So I'd love for you, you know, to just take this moment to tell people where they can find you or just a couple shout outs of, you know, creators or anybody that you want to give thanks to.
2: Thank you. Um, I guess my website is is www.queenofavocados.com. I hope that everyone, after listening to this, whenever you see an avocado, you
1: think of me.
0: (laughs) That's exactly what happened to me. And I found her and I was like, hey. Avocado. <laughs> um,
1: Even on I'm, the document, the first thing was an avocado. Yeah,
2: yep, yeah, it's yep. it's it's the brand. That's that's just you know who I've been, and I'm very grateful to have this experience. And I'm really grateful to think that you know something that I started just for fun is now my full time job. I mean, mind you, I did not become a full time sex worker until uh, September, the end of September, 2020. So I've, I I had I had a career. I was managing the electrical department in a warehouse that manufactured vertical storage units.
1: So what the fuck does that even mean? <laughs> <laughs> Here we go again. <laughs> Here we
0: go. So we continue three hours later. I told you this didn't deserve to stay on my phone.
2: But yeah. So no, I was just, I was, I was. Uh, the, You're human. That's the important yeah. thing to
0: recognize. Yeah. I know. I, I was a boss. I had a, I had a team of eight men
2: that came and you know answered to. Me. <laughs>
1: <So> <laughs>
2: like, they responded to me. You know, they looked up to me as their leader, and
1: you know that was it. It was a great. And in essence, you still got that going on. Yeah, I still
0: do. I still do. It's crazy. She, she told me she me looked, looked up, up to, to me recently <laughs> and I was like, "Why? That's scary." And so I've also um thankfully I've been <laughs> able to have her come out and and do this and this um and, and um, really help, help me bring, bring my vision to life. She supported me in and what I wanted, wanted to do. That's why, why I'm happy to even have Mike too. to uh really push this vision and talk to really amazing people and really creative, talented, smart, hard-working individuals that are, you know, just looking to inspire other people in the game.
2: Yeah. It's it's when I went full-time, um, the amount of people that defriended me is incredible. And, like, people that yeah. have been in my life since, you know, childhood, you know, would not even look at me the same. I, I recently went to a couple concerts and saw some childhood friends there. There were, like, just, like, rows of people ahead of me. They saw me and, like, looked away as fast as they could, did not e- even acknowledge that mm. I was there. Because, I uh, like, I they just... I don't know. <laughs> I don't know why, but like it's so.
1: They, they being, unsure about themselves. I yeah, but being oh, yeah. here
2: now, thinking like I came here to talk about what I do because you guys are interested in and you want to know yeah. more. Like it's 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 a very beautiful feeling to know that people are actually like asking and interested in with what I do now rather than. Uh, just, like, repress me yeah. and, and put me away as if I never existed. You know, yeah, it's no. a well, very I, flattering feeling, well, so I'm, thank you. I'm personally honored
1: to, to be part of the conversation um, just because, as I said, there was a, a lot of curiosities on my end. Yeah. Um, and I'm just very happy. And my perspective has changed a lot yeah. on it. And I cool. feel like when, when you're able to do that, the mission is accomplished, you yeah. know? Um, so I'm very I- I- excited to see the continued growth Continue to hear about the continued thank growth, you. and I think that this conversation is something that you know should be pushed forward. Absolutely, and not only this conversation specifically, this being one shit. If this is the one that's being pushed forward, goddamn, thank <laughs> you, exactly. <laughs> yeah, But absolutely. you know, I'm saying this needs to happen more often. Absolutely, the stigma needs to end, and I'm just happy that you know I was able to be a part of yeah, it. I yeah, really, I really, absolutely
2: appreciate it. So next week, um, I'm actually starting a new endeavor like as we said you know sex work is kind of like a blanket term for what you do like i'm a content creator and i always have been but next week i'm going to begin live camming so i'm going to be doing live cam shows on a routine uh scheduled basis um where people can you know request to see me in real time have private shows with me real time um, so that will be interesting, uh, to to do.
0: We love to see it. <laughs> so love to see it
2: progress. Yes, exactly. You love. went from
0: Tumblr to being able to do live shows. Yeah. That's incredible. Yeah, I
2: I really look forward to it and I really hope that, you know, it's a good way of just, you know, spreading the word, getting that name out there.
0: Yeah, I want more
2: people to just respect avocados.
1: It will absolutely yes, <laughs>
2: whether you eat them or not.
0: Amoy,
1: <laughs> just mash it and make it guacamole. There black you white. go, That's you what, what we're doing
0: here today. You so. pay that extra for the guac
1: you know. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> even if it's just three bucks, do yeah, it. Fact. Go for it. Yeah,
1: yeah. the yeah. avocado tax.
2: Actually, yeah, my OnlyFans is only three dollars. Like my 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 cheap one.
0: That and um my coworkers workers options. Come one. on. She, My coworkers looked her up the other day because they all know I'm doing this podcast stuff. So, and I was like, I was like, yeah, you can look her up. Just Google Queen of Avocados, and they're like, really? And I was like, yeah, yeah really, go did. for it. Yeah. And they're like, I was like, then yeah, it was like, super funny. So I was like, well, you know, I mean, yeah, she does this. This is her work. This is what she does. So yeah, yeah. Um, but definitely thank you so much for coming out. Thank you, thank you, thank you, you. And thank you for telling me the statement I will never forget. Um, and it's gotten us (laughs) this far. Um, and it, it was just, I mean, I was 19, you know, like out here in the world by myself, um, meeting interesting people. And I'm just glad I've been able to throw the rope back and kind of bring them up and, and really, uh, share their journey and share what they do, I, I think it's very important to have these conversations, especially controversial ones. I've personally always been the type 100%. to talk about the stuff that nobody wants to. And mm-hmm. and now I think, um, and now that I feel like I'm at a point in my life where I can really do that and make it happen and be thorough about it. Um, so I, I'm shout out to my family who's been supportive and who knows I'm doing this, like, as honestly and as authentically as possible. And shout out mm-hmm. to going to school and my mentors and things like that who've really pushed me as well to allow you to, um, who really also even brought down, like, my biases and stuff um, yeah. to to have these conversations respectfully and openly and non judgmental. So, um, yeah, it's been great talking with you, Des, and yeah, I hey hope we on. all learn a lot. And
1: yeah. I did, man. I mean, for me, you know. And Mike uh, is going to
0: go home and, like, be mind-blown you know, <laughs> completely.
1: I, I already am. I already am. <laughs> yeah. I, I doubt something else is going to top today, th- this conversation today. But um, for me, man, I just got to shout out the team.
0: Yeah, no, shout out to the team, and thank you guys for allowing us women especially to even talk and speak our minds and say what we got to say because mm-hmm. we're shut down a lot, and um, so thanks be, to the team. It'll, it'll
1: be a disservice to not do so. Absolutely. Um, but uh, seriously, it's just an honor to, to, to work with the team. Um, it's a pleasure and I look forward to the continued growth of the team and my God I'm, I meant everything I said about you know the continued growth of your company and I Thank hope you. that you know this new webcam endeavor. Yeah, um, I hope it's becomes you know a very lucrative something one, new. You
2: know? Yeah. yeah. I'm, uh, I'm grateful for you guys. I'm grateful for my partner who not only respects uh, and supports my business, but is also my co-star and helps me, you know, he helps me film, whether it's with him and I or me fucking another girl. Like, he's there filming. You know, he's got the camera right up to he our Gucci's And you he's, you know? he's very good with he's brilliant. He's, he's fantastic. fantastic. So I'm grateful for that. Right um, die.
1: Yeah, there you right go. Yeah. It's, it's the best. Absolutely. Y'all know where y'all can find us. Say underscore that underscore pod on Instagram. Like, share, follow. Listen. Listen. Yo, listen. If you don't want to do all three or all four, just, just do, do one. one. We'll be happy. Yeah. You know. Say that. <laughs> Little goes a long as- way. Say that exclamation podcast on YouTube. Go like. Go subscribe. If you don't like us, you don't like your mom.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Bing <laughs> bong. you <Y'all know,
1: laughs> Don't say this.
0: Say that. Hey,
1: we out of here. Thank you. Awesome. That was fire.